Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. And good morning and welcome up welcome to the fire. Welcome up. Welcome up to the fire fire up program on Community Radio 3CR. Good morning, Killer. Good morning, Neil. Tez. How are you, man? What's happening? Mate, we're missing the big fella. Yeah, listen. Yep. Two things this morning. I wasn't very happy last week when I had to go and do some work. And two certain Richmond supporters hacked me up about the team that I've supported. We've won all in Premiership 16, (laughs) fair and square. We've never bought players. We're on the basic whack, right, right through. Our players are underpaid. And you have the... The audacity to have a dip at me. Well, All that right? was you and me, Killer. We did have a go at him. Yeah. And, uh, Mate, I just think that that, was, that was uncalled for. And if I had feelings, I'd be hurt, I reckon. I'm fair <laughs> dinkum. All right, getting on a serious note. Um, the big fella's not here. A big Andy. Um, be listening. He'd be Go listening. Morning, in, uh, I think he must love hospital food, mate, because... Um, he reckons he likes the schnitzels there. Does he? Yeah. He would eat the plate. He's, he's always loved a schnitzel, hasn't he? Mate, it, yeah, the schnitzels is... Um, the Western suburbs uh, diet. Good luck, Schnitzels and chips. <laughs> but look, he's back in PMAC. He's had a, um, an infection come again. and, um, and yeah, He's like, had a horrid run end. And, yeah. uh, you know, he keeps battling on and he doesn't, keeps, doesn't throw the tail in, that's for sure. Yeah, so. Tell you what, some good news in regard to Andy is the fact that he had his buddy Red and Blue beanie on at the general meeting the other night and he and as soon as you mentioned footy, his face lit up. Mate, <laughs> well, he's on the ball, isn't he? He's on, he's on the game. Mate, who would have thought? Yeah. Fifty four was the last one. Yep, they're on the they're on the uh, they're nearly there. You know what? Swans will smash them. And there's one person who might stop it. Who? Franklin, probably Buddy. Yeah, no, yeah I reckon. I reckon they got a they got a bloke called Kennedy that runs around, and they got uh, they got they got some good players around at centre. I reckon the doggies could be there, mate. I reckon they're playing yeah. on a lot of. Passion well, they're playing home. on. You know, can't yeah. you know, exuberance of youth, I suppose. But um, I think at the end of the day, um, big blokes don't get any smaller in grand finals. No, you know, they, they don't. stand up. That's um. Anyway, as long as it's a good game and Meatloaf sings a good song and, hey, who have they got? Meatloaf again? Yeah, he's coming back out again. Who have they got singing? Yeah, the police. Yep. Oh, Bruce Springsteen. Marcel Marceau. Oh, there goes that. Yeah, Sting. That'd go down well with the grand final. Yeah, it would. I got pinched one day and a bloke and the copper said to me, "You don't like the police, do you?" And I said, "I thought Sting had a great voice, but um, <laughs> but there you go." But um, no, he's there, and uh, I think I think I'll bring back Mike Brady again, won't they? He'll yeah, be I back again. Yeah, he always gets a run. He, he would have run at the VFL Grand Final last weekend. Yeah. I was listening to bits of it on the radio. And he, gets, he gets two gigs a year. I I did the plumbing on his apartment. Did you? Yeah. Did he sing a song for you? Was that when you were working for Phoenix? No, that was when I was working for Kazandi. Cool. Like a good union contractor. Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> Kazandi plumbing. Oh, my God. Do you re- ever remember them? They weren't. They did a decent job down in Port Melbourne, and then they sort of came and went. Yeah, I can I think imagine. They got, we, a bunch of mad blokes sort of got teed up to work from, and I was one of them, and Dave what? Wally and a few others. And, um, oh, that's a good, that's a good He crew. was a shop steward. Morning, Dave. And, yeah, Dave. Um, yep. And, uh, yeah, they sort of... Is that the one on the corner of them, Bay Street? Down the bottom? Oh, it's down there. Somewhere. I remember. Yeah, uh, I know where it is. Killer, you were one of my shop stewards down there on a job, and Dave Wally was there, and I think it was the uh, Alan Entwistle was your project manager from. Uh, yep. 
And uh, the mice got in there because <laughs> the joint's Port Melbourne, mate. It's all laneways. And yeah. the mice actually, a uh, couple of mice, or mouses, or what do you want to call them? A few rats down there, too. They got in the toasters. and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the boys wouldn't come out of the sheds, would they? It was, uh, they wanted new toasters. They were unhappy. You and the whistle, the whistle went and did it. He, he got new toasters. He bought killer. toasters, he bought Jaff lines, and people were t- like... Taking them out. I don't know whether I can <laughs> admit this on the radio, but a few went home and, you know, we still had more than enough. There you go. But, uh, good old days. Hey, what about tomorrow being a public holiday too? How good's that? Listen, I'm not, thank I'm, God, God for, for Daniel Andrews. Yeah. Um, how good is it going to have, we're going to have, what are we having, four glorious days off? Well, that's right, mate. You know, and, so, uh, in this world of conservative uh, maggots out there, yeah. you've got one shining light. You bloody have, you're, yeah. and you're 100% right. right. In this conservative old world of hatred that we have where... Everybody hates workers and anybody who's prepared to look after one another and raise a bit of money, money in raffles and do the things that fellow workers should do. Fellow humans. We've got Daniel Andrews giving us a public holiday. And it, then you can still get people whinging about it. Oh, friggin' hell. Unbelievable. And, um, well, there you go. That's what happens. Is, but don't sit back tomorrow. Daylight saving comes into play on Saturday night, doesn't it? Someone is it this weekend? Yeah, it does, mate. It does. Between a, and what about you, Surf? You're off? Off on a surfing safari, mate. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, that's it, mate. There's big, and there's actually a massive swell forecast, so. Well, with this big storm, they've had, you know, it's got to stir things up. Big front coming across from the west. Yeah, it all comes up, mate, up through Africa, and uh, anyway. Africa? Up through Africa. He's going to bail. I'm heading up to Sumatra, so. Are you really? Heading up to Sumatra, mate, flying out tonight, and uh, Mel McCoy is listening. He works for D&E, and we've packed the big boards, that's for sure. The big boards. The big Kahuna boards. (laughs) You're seriously going to Sumatra tonight? Yeah, fine, yeah. It's, uh, when do you uh, come back? Uh, you know, about a month. You're having a month off? <laughs> Nearly. <laughs> That's all right, killer. Well, you know, like... You make it in the test. Hey, mate, it is, you know, like in... Um, <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. As long as, as long as the plane's on time, mate, because I got stuck at the airport the other day and uh, picking up my uh, my granddaughter to come back from Borneo and uh, said the flight was going to be there at half past one. It gets in about quarter past six in the morning, right? you know what I mean? Yeah. It shops off the plane, a pair of shorts and a singlet, and it's about minus four degrees. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, she had a good time. She loved it over there, and uh, good good for you, sir, because uh, you might be, um, you never know what's going to happen in the future, do you? You well, could be well, loaf of bread and when well, you come back. Well, that's it, mate. You're like... At the end of the day, mate, life is what you make of yep, it. Yep, yep, yep. And do uh, all their, uh, I know Geelong Branch are listening this morning. They had a big meeting last night. And, and, and they, I think the main discussion is the, the project value of fish and chip shops. Was well, that, that was that was high on the agenda. <laughs> right. High on the agenda was the fish and chip shops. Right. And they're also going to do an extension to KFC down there. Oh, right. <laughs> they're going to put in new tables and chairs and a booth in. And had to move a register, and so that was that was high on the and list. Whether Krusty the Clown or Ronald McDonald's going to open it? I think Ox is. Oh, it's Ox got <laughs> yeah. it. Isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> right. Ma- making making their kids eat their Mars bar in batter, finish their Mars bar in batter before they can go and have their dessert. <laughs> 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 no, all their all their blokes in Geelong. They know they all love me. Don't, they oh, they love you. They love you. I think you're really their adopted oh, son. It's open yeah. slather on the Geelong crew since they called my area the kale curtain. Your area is the kale curtain. Hey, you drive down Christmas Street and they, yeah, but I mean they've got plenty dead on the front lawn. Killer, like, that's you, it. Your area is just massive, and I'm really I'm not. I'm not no, where he lives is the kale curtain in your pocket. But I mean, God, you drive down that uh, M1. I can't believe how big Packenham offices become. It's just they're, I, they're just joined together now. And yeah, they are. Whole new suburbs, full of infrastructure. 
And then you've got business parks thrown in there, and that job that you went to the other day where they're building uh, some sort of train. Oh, all the sort of prefabbing concrete, precast panels for the, um, for the rail upgrades. Massive sheds with cranes and gantry cranes going to go in, and, you know, it's just a massive growth area, and that's where the school's being built, Ted. The new school. Yeah, it is. Yes. School. Yeah, well, it's a good move, like, that. Give me a bit of update on that, if you yeah. like. Um, they hope to be turning some soil over there in uh, in uh, uh, December, before Christmas, if not straight after Christmas. And uh, then the build will happen. They'll start on that. So all our members and all our uh, apprentices are outside or in, the, uh, in that area, you know, for post-trade and pre-trade and... So, um, yeah, it's all happening, mate. You know, it's about a $20 million sort of... Uh, 20 million. ...complex, around about that, that figure. So um, that's what's happening. And all, their, uh, <coughs> all the guys that uh, voted to uh, have a building fund put into their uh, agreements, and this is their legacy to live on from... Um, Jeez, that's going to be when, school. When, when, <coughs> when, when we're all uh, loaf of bread. I think they're well, going to have excavators. going to have the whole lot, I think, out there, mate. They're gonna... Well, the hindsight there, and as you see, Terry out there with so many people now just working <clears throat> on an ABN or working for, uh, you know, not, not you know, they're not working because they don't have a licence that protects their trade. <clears throat> yeah, and, right. and we were just talking about it before, weren't we? You know, like um, the amount of work that uh, the hierarchy of this union put in mm. to protect our trade, to protect their registrations and to upskill, it's just incredible. And it all happens out at... Um, you know, around a trade. Look, when you when you get a bit older and your back goes, you know, I bumped into a bloke yesterday who was seventy two, and he was he was on the shovel in a trench. Seventy two sounds like myself. <laughs> <laughs> and um, this bloke, fit old though, boy. Well, he said, look, he said I only work a few days a week now, but um, he said, you know, it's he said these young blokes they don't want to work, and well, in part, he's kind of right, but um. Yeah, 72. So what I was saying, when you get a bit older and your back goes and your knee goes and your shoulder gets a bit sore, which happens when you've been yeah. on the tools for yeah, 60 reckon, years, you know. Yeah, you reckon 50 years ago in that trench? Oh, yeah, no, nah, he'd struggle. I think, uh, <laughs> I, think, I think the bloke from Cambodia would have buried him in the trench, wouldn't he? <laughs> hey, we all know who we're talking about. The, the training kicks in so you can diversify and go off and be, become a machine operator or a bloody, you can begin to specialise in a few things, go and test your, um, your backflow you know, prevention, yeah. yep. you know, do those things where all of a sudden you're not busting your valve in, in the trench anymore, yep. you know? Well, look, and, and, and Kilo, you know, the licence is everything. We've got to protect that licence. I know that uh, Earl and uh, Glenn were at a uh, VBA meeting uh, pushing the uh, the licence agenda because we need definitely need some uh, more change in there, Terry. What would we do when... You know, like um, and Andy has been very vocal about what's going on with the fire testing too. That yep. making sure that they are sprinkler fitters doing the fire testing because, you know, there's no one out there policing it. So only at the union is the watchdog, and we shouldn't we shouldn't have to be. But, well, that's but, right. But that's that's on our agenda to protect uh, not not only our trade but protect the consumers too because um, they they need to know it's going to be done by uh, by a fully licensed and uh, registered company. Yep, yep. That's what. Yeah, you know, and some of the work I know you guys get around some of these jobs, but some of uh, some of the tradesmen like work you see in some of these uh, some of these um, tier threes and tier two sort of contractors is pretty average, I reckon. You know what I mean? I know you see it more than what I do, but I mean, yeah. Uh, you know. I was on a job yesterday where I wandered on <clears throat> and there was a heap of steel on the ground. Um. Anyway, there were these two uh, blokes getting ready to lift the steel, and it was in the way. And um, 
they got this chain out of their truck and they started wrapping up the steel and the only item of plant round that was that I could see was a boom. And so they, wrapped, using they, the they wrapped the chain around the steel and, and he went <laughs> he to wrap to the the, tune, the the chain around the boom onto the basket of the boom. I said, mate, what are you doing? And he said, I'm, we're just going to shift the steel, mate. You know, like, like, you know, really quickly sort of just brushing me off. And I said, nah, you're not going to shift that steel with that. And he said, yes, I am. And I said, no, you're, no, you're friggin' not. And he said, no, nah, yes, um, no, I'm shifting the steel. Anyway... He had a bit of steel there, and he moved one bit of it. And so I said to the builder, listen, we've got an issue here. I said, you've got blokes that have just got no idea what the hell they're doing, and this work's going to cease. And so the builder, to his credit, stopped it. I mean, the the job was pretty ordinary. But after the visit, I cleaned the whole place up, and I stopped another contractor as well that was, had no systems in place. To, the, there was blokes up on the roof, no handrails, no nothing, a ladder access. Um... That's not good enough. You know, lifting steel with a boom ended up really hurting someone one day. As soon as they lifted that steel, an alarm went off on the on the actual base of the boom. And oh. as you know, Terry, and you're doing this um, this training and, you know, you're teaching people how to use this type of plant and, and people are literally, like, you know, abusing what a plant's designed for. And you know what, mate? When someone gets hurt, all hell breaks loose over it. You know what I mean? Because the blame game comes into play. But... but the operators that are doing this sort of stuff, as you seen yesterday, right? Oh, mate, why do they do it? Well, they probably wouldn't even train. They probably wouldn't even need well, to They're supposed to be... <clears throat> their employer hadn't given them the right tools and equipment to actually go on and do the job properly. And these poor young... Well, not poor young fellas, because one of them was a bit cheeky, but um, didn't they didn't have the right tools at their disposal to do the work safely in the start. You know, who does this planning, you know? Or who... More to the point, who didn't do the planning? You know, That's like, what it is. Just, just throw them out there and see where the cards fall. It's not yeah. good enough. Well, good on you, Killer, and uh, you're out there, mate. You're like, Having you're a like, dip. Uh, That's you're like Petrocelli, Colombo, Boney. Who else, Tez? Um, Jake, Jake, the, Nutch. Jake and the Fat Man. You <laughs> Jake and the Fat Man. Mate. Sorry, Jake. MacGyver. Uh, you're out there, mate. You're out there doing it all. Good on you. <laughs> Bluey, what was his name? What was Bluey? Was he? Donger. Donger, yeah. Right. <laughs> Anyway, anyway. Listen. I would have thought more like Ridge off Bold and the Beautiful. <laughs> now, <laughs> Ridge. Well, you've got a sort of Ridge hairdo, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, you've been looking in the Terry's eyes a bit there. Yeah. <laughs> now, look, the good news is that he's coming back. He's coming back in Feb. The boss. Oh, no. Hey, did you hear the news? Oh, look, you've spread it a bit for the last month. heard the news. Month. He's coming back. You got, legend, went out, you got tickets. The so living no, legend we'll, of we'll rock. It. Jim DiCasio. Get over the Beatles, mate. Hey. Their last, their last, their last album was in 1969. It's all yeah. about. The it, it's oh, no, we're not playing him again. It's time to move on. Come on, get over it. Ah, oh, how good was that? The ties, Mate, ties that bind. Me and, me and Kill are having a conversation. We didn't even hear that song. Do we, Kill? Hey, listen. I don't mind Bruce this Springsteen. Is, this is straight off This is straight out off the press. All right, I'm going to announce it first on community radio because we're taking very alternative and, and you're coming from the <laughs> Kale Curtain. We've got council elections coming up, right? And, um, and, and 
And Nick, we're allowed to, got to call him Nick now. We can't it's, call no, him. No, it's killer. Not Nick, it's Nicholas. Nicholas. Okay, <laughs> Nicholas McCubbin. <laughs> who has uh, put up his hand to represent his community on the Darabin Council, which was a big council, and it, um, there's a lot of diverse people in there. Now, um, I know that um, me and you will be supporting Nick. We'll be out on Saturdays and Sundays putting letterboxes and stuff in for him. That's exactly and, right. Um, Tonight. Actually, you, Neil's just cancelled his trip yeah, to Sumatra. I'll, 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 I'll be there. For you, <laughs> but listen, all you, and, and look, people in Darabin listen to the show. They're tuned in. They get up early. Yep. As they're watering, watering the kale and the, and the broccoli that they grow on the front lawns. Yep. So they're out there. But um, vote one, Nick, Nicholas McCubbin. Well... He's if, representing the environment, community. We all know how beautiful the Darabin well, Creek is. is Nick's, we've known him for a long time, and he's very passionate. He's, uh, he throws himself into it head first, and I think that if he's throwing himself head first into council elections, you couldn't get a better candidate. No, and one of his, I've just read his profile on the internet there, and um, he said he eats salad, so I reckon he's a, he's a shoo-in. Hey? And you kale. Salads I, and grew, kale. I grew kale. <laughs> I invented that a month or so ago. Any chance of you helping the Tigers win a flag, mate? That's I'm, I'll be on to that next. Yeah. Yeah, Consider you, it done. Can you put oh. up your hand and say I'll go on the board like everyone else does? Huh? Mm, I don't know if that's going to help them. No. But anyway, vote one, Nicholas. Nicholas McCubbin. McCubbin in the seat of uh, in the council elections in Darabin. When are they? November. Uh, yeah, I think they are. We've started getting our um, things in the mail in the, over the next couple of weeks. I think. So, so I'll give you my mobile number. Ed. So anyone in the seat of Darabin would like to uh, have a have a conversation with uh, with Nicholas. Nicholas. <laughs> about the environment, about what's happening in the in, in, in the Shire. Well, well, it's like a city now, Darren. It's not a it's not not a council look, now. It's, look, it's I, a, huge. I um, I started getting a bit annoyed with a few things. This is not union stuff, but I started getting a bit annoyed with a few things. We had some developments go up, and people started losing their privacy. And and the people behind me own the three house blocks. And funny enough, they've just put in an application, um, which the council knocked back, thankfully. So the council said, no, you're not building what you want to build. But it's still well above and beyond what you're allowed to build. And so we might end up at VCAT shortly. But You know, it's not the Grolos haven't bought behind you. No, it's not the Grolos. They think they're the Grolos. Um, So I'm pretty concerned about some of the projects that are going up and just people are losing their privacy. As you know, land value ran that way. North Thornbury, Preston has gone up considerably and, and all of a sudden there's there's the need for um multi-story housing yes. and um so people are starting to get a bit worried about it and we've got these great old greek italian residents that have been there for a long time and uh, you know some of them can't speak english and but they're all just as nervous about uh you know what's happening that. to the area and all of a sudden their fruit trees aren't getting any light anymore tess you know and well, their mate, veggie patches aren't you know they're blocked out by bloody the uh, the tire swans the what? The Thai Swans. The Thai Swans, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no? Well, I lived in Christmas Street and I walked around swans. and down the area with Northcote Park. Yeah. You know, I had to kick around the footy ground down there, McDonald Park and them sort of places. And, uh, hey, mate, the old, uh, the old Italians and the Greeks down there, oh. mate, they were supported the local community. Yeah, mate, that's they were, it. They were sensational. And I lived near, we lived near, well, I lived in Christmas Street next door to a <coughs> mate and they were sensational people. And they were huge blocks down there too, some of them blocks killer. So you can imagine how they could develop them into... Uh, into a money-making machine. but Look, um, In Thornbury, the block size is a bit bigger too than probably Northcote, so it's probably more achievable for developers. But there's more and more three- and four-storey... Well, you're saying that because you live in Northcote, you're better than a person that lives in 
in, in Thornbury because you've got bigger blocks. Well, I'm, what you're I'm, saying? In, I'm in Thornbury. Hey, listen, you're, I'm standing, in Thornbury. you're standing for the, <laughs> the Darabin Council, mate, which takes in a little bit listen, of that. I, my pledge is I will consider, if people vote for me, building a lot of white tyre swans for everybody and, yeah. and painting them white. Good on you. Yeah. Can you have the pink flamingos too? <laughs> Can we have them? Well, look, um, you know... Good on you, killer, for standing up people, for you. And a lot of people in uh, in that region would have young children, and oh. and I know that the way killer feels about, especially about the trade, about yeah. keeping apprenticeships out there for kids and making yeah. sure that those sorts of things don't die off. Yep. Yeah. Um, if you had a young boy or something growing up and he wasn't the smartest, and he thought, well, maybe a trade's where he's got to go to. We can. Well, if you've got someone like Nick who's pushing those agendas, we can get a shop front made up and they can make the swans. Or they can eat salads and stuff. So I'm in there. Look, Norm's out in Whittlesea, and Billy Jovnoski's doing the same out in Whittlesea. They're having a crack out there too. So they're they're no less than you know, like they're um, they're good solid folk who give us stuff about the community community and each other, and you know this liberal way of that's taking over the world of nobody gives a toss a rat's toss bag about each other, and you know when someone's crook, we don't worry about it. They're going to die and all that sort of crap. That's not where we were from. Did you, you know? catch any of, the, any of the debate, the presidential debate? Did you see some of the some of the footage? Oh, I didn't see it actually. I heard a bit on the radio about it yesterday. It basically, it looks like Trump's never paid any income tax. Well, he and said he virtually that. admitted it. Right? He said that he was smart. He <laughs> yeah, that. I'm smart. You're right. And, but, 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 but that's how dumb Americans are. If they're going to vote for this, you know, dig in. You know that, what I mean? That's unbelievable, isn't it? Hey? Well, yeah. You know, and you, who would actually support somebody it, that actually gloats on TV? He, but he can get away with it because he's got good lawyers in the county. Mm. He's going he's gonna to build a wall around Mexico. I he's a this. loose cannon. That's what I he guess is. Guess what the wall's going to be made of? Money. Tire swans. Tire swans. <laughs> yeah. no, that's one way of getting rid of yeah. all the excess cards. I wonder, I wonder if they can do that around Geelong. <laughs> I want a tire swan. <laughs> yeah, they will. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, around a little river, they might be able to put up um, a tire swan rabbit proof fence. I'm going to start looking around garage sales for tire swans. <laughs> Well, look, they used to be very common in front yards, especially around where, where you live, Nick, because, you know, you did have a, a, an early, you know, in the 50s and that when the, a lot of the Italians and the Greeks and the Turks and all come to Australia for migration. And, uh, very moulded cultural sort of place. Money was short and you had to make up things, well, and yeah. ornaments and those well, sorts yeah, of things. Two, two of my uh, eldest children, they went to uh, North Primary Street in Helen Street there, beyond, uh, beyond the pub there, and um, I used to meet them, pick them up after school, but uh, used to be in a pub, but I mean, they used to come past them. I said, walk them home, but um, very multicultural area yep. and uh, terrific people. You know, the food shops and all the cafes and that. You, and, and oh, what a you, selection of foods. And you knew everyone in the place, you know what I mean? Look. And it was great. We had a great time. I loved it in North So Street. whilst we're talking about giving a rat's toss bag about each other. What have you done there, mate? We've got a young fellow who's crook. Yes. And I think we might have mentioned it before, but I'm uh, mentioning it again today because... Um, there's a there's a fundraiser for him tomorrow. Yeah. So, Jared Ramsey, 23 years old, has got a pretty decent battle on his hands, and you can help me out here, Terry and Neil, yes. if you like. But um, he's in all sorts of trouble. He's in Peter McCallum, or in and out of Peter McCallum. He's having treatment. So I think that probably tells people enough. He's. It's yeah, not mate. like he's got a cold. He's got a, a, yeah. a real good battle. Um, so there's a there's a a fundraiser. Yeah, fundraiser tomorrow. Shaw Road at uh, 2:30. Shaws Road, Werribee, and and Andy it's a, it's mentioned a, it's a it's Werribee, a Werribee Central Footy Club. Yeah, well, the last time we went there was when Andy got married. Yeah, and he got sloughed up. Remember, <laughs> went to the pizza parlour. I think he got three months in there. <laughs> Good wedding present. You're right. So, you, so you know, we're, we're all a bit older, and you know, like what happens to us? What happens? To us? You know, we want to yeah, be healthy, but he's gee, a young, twenty-three year old fit man, and a, and a real, real 
well, lovely, I mean, he's lovely a young good fella. Good kid, and yeah. He's a plumber. He worked for Cook and Dowsett. He's worked for, for Wilson's. Wilson's. He's you know good, good, good kid. Very winner. I know as a union official, you go on the job, and he's always very polite. Yeah, and, he's, and respectful. Yeah, he is. And, uh, so everyone, if you can get down there, get down there and uh, dig deep. And um, not only that, like I'm, I'm, we're having raffles around the jobs to yeah. raise a bit of uh, support for him. You know, there'll be a few slabs and getting none. And he'll pass the hat around, and, and as you know. <clears throat> We always do that. We always look after each other. See, the funny thing is, when you get crook, your, your car repayments don't stop, and you and you, you know, you whatever. Your you, rent you're still paying stop. a bit of rent somewhere, and you, you know, you, all your shits around there, and you know what it's like. You've still got bills to pay. Yeah. Um, and he was for a while there was, you know, starting to really struggle. So, um, yeah, look, this one's been actually been organised by his mates. So good on him. And yeah. we, as a union movement, should get behind his mates and say, righto, you know, we're in. All right, boys. Well, look on that. Well, we'll you won't, you won't be, uh, we won't around. be around for a couple of weeks. You won't be around but, for a couple uh, of weeks, mate. So go we'll, to the dogs. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna watch it in some bar in some other. Oh, they, they, they have. They don't really have that sort of stuff around going, yeah. mate. But uh, that's all right. We'll get we'll uh, we'll hear through the Bush Telegraph for one. Yeah, and, sure you uh, will. You'll hear the roar if it's a uh, if it's a bullies. But um, the bullies. Good. I'm working class, eh? Yeah. Don't forget, vote one Nicholas McCubbin. Nicholas McCubbin. Yep. Kale Curtin. Yep. On that. Have a good weekend. See you. Bye.